This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Another cold brew. Don't mind if I cold do. Nailed it. I am loving this machine that Charles brought in. It is nice. The trick is to let the coffee warm up the room temperature. I'm already on my second cup. This is my third. Stop! You're drinking too much! Whoa, what's going on? Charles, why are you talking so slow? I'm not! I'm normal! You're normal! Oh my god, if you're not going slow, that means we're going faster. Are we going fast? Can anyone tell if we're going fast? I don't think we're going fast at all in any way whatsoever. I feel like we're going slow in every way whatsoever. Captain, how do you feel? Great, excellent, amazing. I feel better than I've ever felt in a moment in my entire life. So we're all fine? Yep. 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 Live to BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. And I say live because I'm curious if uh, for, for those listening and watching live on YouTube on the Odyssey Sports page, I'm wondering, Joe G, if they're going to feel like they're listening or sort of watching a podcast at 2X. Uh, last hour of the show is so going to be at 3X, 4X. I don't know about you, but once we get to 2X, it's too much for me. But I know uh, a, a lot of people listen to podcasts in that manner. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm a, uh, I feel a lot of energy this morning. Uh, yeah, I don't do the podcast in the 2X, too. It just too like much. my. My brain can't do it. Like, I I wish I could sometimes. Like, I, I could consume more. I think we all wish we could yes. consume more. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, wow, I could listen to five podcasts instead of three or whatever. I can't do that. <laughs> but what I can do is, and I did it already, I went to Starbucks. For, let, me, let me show you guys. I have the uh, Dan Campbell, the double Dan Campbell order here. So we're good. Now, each of those are 40 ounces you're holding yeah, up. right. We have the, we have, and then we have the uh, espresso shots in there. The Venti, Pike. Oh, oh you went. You went all in. I thought it was just the coffee. You went all in. You're you're gonna do the the true DC experience. So actually, so I am not. Um, and like I obviously we've all had Starbucks, but that's not my go-to place usually. So I'm not familiar with how you order there. And like I, I wanted to make sure I got it right. So I actually showed <laughs> I showed the person behind the counter, the barista, I guess you call her. Uh, I showed her the yes. video of Dan Campbell. I played it for. Her. I was like, you did not. I did. I did. <laughs> I said. I thought I had it, but I was like, I want to make sure I have it right. I was like, listen, can you listen to this? I want what oh this guy God. had here. Oh and she's like, you want that? I'm like, I want that. How much did it cost? Uh, well, I got my wife some too. It was like, uh, I don't know, 10 bucks, 11 bucks, whatever it was. It, okay. it was it's expensive for coffee, but whatever. Okay, okay so the plan was that uh, prior to the start of the show, you would be halfway home. You'd be done with one of those 40 ounces. Are we there? Uh, we're almost done with okay. this one. Almost there. And then and we got this, a whole nother one coming here. And this is close to double the intake? Yeah. And usually, because I said, I told you guys yesterday, I usually drink about five to six cups of coffee a day, but that's spread out over morning and night because I have a weird schedule. I'm up in the morning yeah. and then up at night. So I try to keep my, so I don't usually have this much in the morning. That's that's the difference right now. I still haven't finished my first 11 ounces on the day and I've been up for three hours. Yeah. Well, <laughs> We'll, we'll get through this. We'll make it work. Uh, the fellas are checking in on the chat, and they are saying that you can tell um, the impact already that your hands are moving much quicker than usual. Do you feel any different, or is it just like, hey, a little extra no, pep in your step on a Friday? We all just, need a little bit of that. 
just pep. I, I don't feel that much different, but okay. who knows? If I start biting kneecaps, I'm biting kneecaps, <laughs> you know it worked. I can't wait. I can't wait for hour number three. I mean, it's going to be a, a challenge for me just to keep up with you today. Uh, so make sure you hang around. We're here till noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio here. Coming up in about now 15 minutes, uh, we'll check in with Odyssey NFL insider Michael Lombardi. 10 a.m. Eastern, Brad Evans, Sirius XM host. Talk about some NFL season props. So make sure you check that out. And then the final hour of the program when Joe G is bouncing off the walls in his house, 1120 Eastern time, Nick Kalikas, he works at Circus Sports. Uh, we wanted to bring on a bookmaker because uh, midweek we started having that conversation about the value to the point spreads on various quarterbacks throughout the league. So we want to talk about that and also talk about the UFC uh, event that we're going to have coming up on Saturday. So Kalikas, the perfect guest there. And um, I don't know if you watch it. I don't know if you bet on it. But the National Football League was available to witness last night. Oh, yeah, I forgot it's the Hall of Fame game. It stinks. There's nothing going on. We don't have highlights. That's my fault. I'm the idiot. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, so we start with the headlines. And uh, sure, but let's talk about what we saw. Here it is. Here it is. Like, we, we talked about betting it and that sometimes you can find value in the preseason. I didn't see a ton of it last night. We talked to our guy, Jill Gallant, about it, and, and he liked the under, even though it had already dipped. The under came flying in. When you don't have a touchdown until the second half, you're feeling pretty good about your under ticket. I don't care how depressed the number was. Uh, Pittsburgh ends up covering the two and a half. That was your closing number uh, for those that like to bet first halves because you feel like you know more about what you're going to see in a preseason game. The players on the field. Dallas covered the first half. Dallas plus one. I hope we get better kicking in the regular season. Yeah, we better. Otherwise, it'll be a sloppy season. I mean, that was, you know what that was? That was truly the first game of the preseason in terms of sloppiness, in terms of the fumble, in terms of special teams play. Like, it was just ugly. And you know what I thought about during that game? When uh, Jill told us yesterday that story, we were, we were going through the idea of, of the original line, right? The original line that was put up at a couple books where it was a like couple. in the 50s. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then yeah, that was obviously a mistake. They, they changed that pretty quickly. But think about how far under that line this thing came in last night. It was nice to have football back. Obviously, we weren't seeing many of the um, starters or star players. But, Joe, one thing that stood out during the broadcast was uh, the, some of the conversation they were having about uh, Dak Prescott, who we you know wouldn't have played yesterday anyway. It was the first game of the preseason. Most quarterbacks, most legitimate quarterbacks don't even play a snap in the preseason these days. But Joe, he's not out there, and I don't know when Dak Prescott's going to be back mm. on the practice field, let alone the preseason field. Yeah, yeah, that's worth noting. I, I had it on, but I wasn't listening to everything the broadcast was saying. It was just kind of background noise. I, I assume that's the case for most people. Uh, last night, you had football on because football was on the TV, and, and you felt like you had to be a part of it in some way. Um, yeah, <laughs> I did watch at the beginning. And they did the right thing with the Fox broadcast. It's right into the game, right after it starts. They're going into NFL headlines. They're doing their talk show. They start talking about Justin Fields with the Bears. Which they should, right? Like yeah. Because NFL fans are tuning in not to watch that game. They're tuning in because no. football's on. And then you just talk about football and everyone's happy because we're 30-something we're days away from the season. Um, and you're right. They started with Fields. They're jumping around. And then it's like, hey, what about Dak Prescott? He's fine, right? I, I guess. And it's... 
it's probably the most interesting, vague injury issue right now of any training well, camp. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You brought that to my attention on what Troy Aikman was saying. I assume he's still connected there. There's no reason to believe that that is not the case. And he's just not going to throw that out there willy-nilly like he's talking to his buddy at the bar. Like, he's on the national broadcast. He is Mr. Cowboy. And for him to throw that out there, that's significant. A lot of these quarterbacks that we've been talking about all offseason – that we expect to be in the running for comeback player of the year doesn't sound like they're going to be 100% week one and uh, now less than five weeks away. Yeah, and a quote from uh, Troy Aikman last night, quote, the Cowboys are downplaying it, but I think when your franchise quarterback is missing the amount of time he's missing, I tend to think it's probably a little bit more significant than what they have let on, which is not doom and gloom, but it, there's something there. So if it's more significant than just a muscle strain, that's interesting. And then I saw this morning, Apparently, Jay Glazer reported that the um, it, it's a baseball injury they're calling it. Like that's what the and they reached out. What to is the, going on? Yeah, they reached out to the Texas Rangers to get some advice on how to rehab this thing. So, huh. I mean, we know Joe. We know in baseball, shoulder injuries with pitchers can be really tricky. Now, Dak Prescott's not throwing the ball hundred times at ninety five miles an hour. It's a little bit different. You know, it's just it's different. But yet, that's something there. I mean, like if they're reaching out to a baseball team for rehab ideas, and and this is out there. It doesn't feel like he's just going to be on the practice field tomorrow. You know when we're going to get some information on this? Tuesday night, Hard Knocks debut. You would they think. They can't avoid it. They can't I, that, avoid it. That has to be the number one story. I know Jerry Jones will be all over, and they find a couple of rookies that have fascinating backstories. They'll focus on them for a couple of weeks. But this has to be a number one. It's actually great for HBO. It's great, it's great for yeah. the NFL. because I'm talking we, about – I haven't watched Hard Knocks in years. Yeah, I'm well, interested. now you have a reason, right? You have yeah. a reason to kind of be interested and tune in and see what what maybe what happened, what, what, what he's doing. Is he doing anything in, in training camp or he's just sitting around watching now? Yep. Uh, you got a back Haskins. Got a back Haskins. If you did, you were a winner last night. If you took the under, you were a winner. Uh, Najee Harris with eight touches in the game. For a guy that you're putting a lot on and you've got five of these preseason games, maybe he won't play in the fourth one or another game. I'm surprised that he's out there for seven rushes, eight touches overall. I, I guess they want to get him uh, get him going. Uh, Claypool was out there, three catches, 62. I don't think it's just anything serious going on with him. Uh, Dallas rookie, Micah Parsons. He was a big storyline the night of the NFL draft. Falls to Dallas. They were happy to take him because they really need to upgrade that defense. An, an impressive night. Had the fumble recovery and a few tackles. Yeah, he's just... He's a player that a year ago people were saying could be a top five, top ten pick, and then he fell yep. out of that range. Um, and the Cowboys picked him up. He's uh, he's got the potential to help change that defense in a big way, fast. Yeah. A anything else uh, worth noting? Both starting quarterbacks were out. Uh, you know, Zeke not playing. Amari Cooper, Juju on the Pittsburgh side. I I don't think there's uh there's really much else to uh, to take a look at there. Yeah, I think we hit it. Um, it just was nice having football back, wasn't it? It's just been. It always feels like it's a longer than it is. From February all the way to August, it was nice seeing it again. Okay. Yeah, yeah, certainly. How about that NL East race? It's going to be uh, interesting. One of our leads every single day when all three, three teams are playing here. There's a line drive out toward left field. Going back is Hernandez. He won't get it. JT will score. Harper speeding around third, heading home. He'll score without a throw. It's a two-run double for Reese. And the Phillies take the lead. They lead it 7-5 to five with two outs here in the ninth inning. They are the cardiac kids.
Yeah, that was a Hoskins two-run double. Rio Muto with a two-run double in the ninth as well. Philly edges Washington with a comeback there in the ninth. Seven to six. So Phillies win again. Braves double up the Cardinals eight to four. Joe G, the, I've been talking about it all season long. The Braves are above 500 for the first time all season. First time all season. And the Mets are fading. Dylan Burns, they lose to the Marlins by a score of four to two. Javi Baez, that's Javi, man. This is what you're going to get. You're going to talk about the flash when, when he's got the leather rolling, when he goes yard, but he goes 0 for 5 with five punch outs. Javi, take it. Javi, give it away over the last uh -huh. two days for the Mets. The Mets are in trouble. They head to Philadelphia tonight for probably the biggest series the Phillies have had this late in the season at home against the division rival and I mean, maybe a decade. I mean, they haven't been good for a long time. This is a big series for them. And, Joe, you, you, we heard the clip there, Bryce Harper scoring on the Hoskins double. They intentionally walked Bryce, uh, and then he scored on that double. Bryce Harper homered again yesterday. He is That was his 250th career homer. Joe, he was 30-1 to one to start the week. We talked about NL, NL MVP who could win this thing, right? And we looked about that gap after the top two or three and the injuries to Tatis, the injury to Acuna, DeGrom. Bryce Harper's hitting 300, 400, 500 right now. He has passed every there's no there's no player in the NL that's playing right now, not on the injury list that has a higher OPS. He's at 979. Acuna higher, Tatis higher. Obviously, they're hurt. This is interesting for a couple perspectives. Who's gonna win the East? The Braves still feel like a pretty good play. And Bryce Harper, could he push his way into the NL MVP mix? We said the other day, someone has to, right? Someone else has to be in this thing. Yeah, I saw you pandering to those Phillies fans the other Listen, day. Listen, well, I was uh, Bryce Harper. You're, you're trying you're trying to kill my Muncie tickets. A little you're, you're, bit. A yeah, little bit. Yeah. I know. I know what's happening here. <laughs> I know. Uh, no, you're right. You, br you brought up some good points to support it. Uh, he's flying under the radar. There are a few guys flying under the radar. Uh, it's it's a matter of which guy's going to go off. Is it going to be Soto? Is it going to be Harper? Is it going to be Manny Machado? Could be. He's there. He's had a good couple months. Machado and Harper have both really the last month and a half. They've been on Freeman fire. too. I, I was confused why the number was dropping so much. And then you, you take a look at uh, his numbers since the All-Star break. He's going on a run. How about Joey Votto last night? 11th homer since the All-Star break. It's crazy. Someone might jump from like 30 to 50 or 100 to 1 at some point in June on, like Muncie obviously, to win this thing. It, it's, it's amazing because the injuries to the guys at the top. All right. So I lay it out. And I was joking about it yesterday, but it, it ends up happening. I lay out all the reasons why you would want to take the White Sox. Royals win outright. Royals win by a score of 3-2 to two over the White Sox. White Sox don't lose back-to-back -back home games. You're going against Daniel Lynch, a lefty. Keiko's been good against the Royals. doesn't matter. Uh, White Sox not playing some great ball right now. They're not scoring many runs. Uh, they've lost three of the last four series, two of those series to Kansas City. Yeah, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago in that, look, they're not going to lose the AL Central. They are going to win that division. But we talked about the race for the top seed, right, the number one record in the American League. And not only have they fallen behind the Houston Astros, who have been the best team, uh, they've also fallen behind the Tampa Bay Rays. Like Right now, if you look at it, they, they are the third best of the three AL leaders right now in their division. So the White Sox, they're, tr they're trending in the wrong direction. I, I would believe they'll get it back together, Joe, but it's it's definitely something to watch with two months to go in this season. Uh, Yankees over Seattle, 5-3. to three. We can stop talking about when is uh, Joey Gallo going to hit his first homer in the pinstripes. High fly ball. Down the line. Hanager on the track at the wall. See ya! Joey Gallo's signature Yankee moment. 
a three-run home run, his first blast as a Yankee, and it gives them a 5-3 lead. Yankees on a tear right now, Joe G. They are 8-4 last night a couple evenings ago. They go 12-3. Watch out for the favorites right now. Insider Calls presented by BetQL. We're going to check in with Odyssey Insider Michael Lombardi next. BetQL here to help us all make better bets through real proven analytics. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Lombardi is next. BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.